0: <laughs> you Can't Beat the Classics!
1: Alright everyone, welcome to episode 4 of You Can't Beat the Classics podcast. And you know what we're doing for this one? We're diving right into where we left off with the previous episode so episode three we talked 2008's taken and i talked to the i talked about that movie with i got him back for this one george and mike from the insomniac station where they have the pillow talk podcast talking movies as well what's going on guys what's up <laughs> hey glad to be here glad to be here
2: <laughs> round two it,
1: we're back we're back for this next one. And the reason I say we're continuing right where we left off is because for this episode we're talking 2012's Taken Two, directed by Oliver Megaton. I might I probably said that wrong. I'm sure it's there's a French way of saying it. <laughs> but yeah, directed by him nonetheless. So all right, so coming off the heels of I think Taken was a movie where initially probably nobody expected a sequel, but then how well it did financially, it was no surprise that they greenlit a sequel.
2: Yeah, I mean, you kind of had to make a sequel after that, right? But, like, did you? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you could have done a little something different, but I guess Hollywood not wanting to leave money on the table, I I guess I could see
0: that. I I think... My biggest hang-up with the whole thing is, like, we have to make a sequel. Okay, so let's make a sequel. But the movie's called Taken. So who do we take? <laughs> and <laughs> right? I think that's, like, the, the whole hang-up with the stupid thing.
1: Everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so four years later,
1: we get the sequel. So you kind of wonder, all right, yeah, it's, like, you kind of like the question you guys ask. It's, like, all right, now who's Taken?
2: I mean, in hindsight too, like the movie cost 45k to make or 45 million 45 to make. Million. For, 45 yeah. million to make. And it it brought in almost 400 million. So it's like yep. that that's that literally they were like here's our cash cow. We're just going to bank on the Liam Neeson train. And I guess financially it made sense, but I mean, I guess- yeah.
0: It's, they're not the only ones to do this, right? So, like, Take It kind of like made him more known to a lot to a lot of different audiences, right? But then he went off and spun off and did like the same character in like six different movies over like the next ten years, yep. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, they're not the only ones to do it. The thing that gets me though, it's like twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes is what this movie got, which is Ooh. which Ooh. is low, which is low. But then, like, you look at the Google user score, like the the people who purchase and review the movies because they've purchased it. Four point two stars out of five, so like people like this movie, but critics don't like this movie
2: <laughs> love to meet those people
0: <laughs> so i actually, i i don't mind this sequel
1: i don't mind it i think it's I think it's not bad. I think you guys feel a little bit differently um about it than I do, but um before we dive into where they where they leave off from let's watch. The trailer for taken two i remember seeing this um shortly before it came out and i was hyped (laughs) like this trailer is is actually pretty exciting well i mean because um like i remember like i think i was in class when i was in college and like i saw that it dropped and i
0: stepped out to like go to the bathroom (laughs) and watch the trailer Hmm. yeah i don't i don't recall like wanting to see the trailer for this i think i think i was one of the ones that was like oh they came out with a second one right yeah <laughs> it
2: came it because it, it came out at a weird time right it came out the same year as the dark knight rises and wrath of the titans so it's like i i probably and battleship if we're going to be honest i was on the battleship hype train i was hyped on that was, so,
1: was the like, avengers in 2012 as well
2: yes yeah so yep it, So it's like, man, the list of movies I want to go see, and I I guess that kind of speaks to how well it did in the box office, right? It competed with Battleship, (laughs) Wrath of the Titans, Dark Knight Rises, Avengers, God only knows what DC pumped out, and it still still made 10 times its value, but I I don't know, it just wasn't a top five for me. Even even (laughs) of his own movies, it was probably the lowest rank that came out that year. (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, let's see what the trailer yeah. has to offer.
0: <laughs> he slaughtered our men, our brothers, our sons. Our we will find him. We will have our revenge.
2: <laughs> surprise!
0: God. Ah, I was just leaving
2: you a message. I wanted to surprise you. Well, you succeeded. Welcome to Istanbul. Mom, look at this. Oh, it's beautiful. Dad's <laughs> the best,
1: huh?
0: Yes,
2: he is. He's is here. I want all three of The, the light. <laughs> Just be
1: careful, Kim. Your mother is going to be taken. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs>
0: What are you going to do? What I do best. Man, they cut this trailer completely differently than movie.
2: I have 30 minutes. This is not a game.
0: just have to die
2: Now, can we rewind back? Yeah, what did you want to see? I want to see the shot of Kim with the gun pointed at her and I want to see if we can see Liam Neeson in the background.
1: Uh, must be this part you're talking about. Yeah, man. like ten seconds earlier though. I he pops out later. I know that, but I don't think you can see him. Yeah, it's like ten seconds
0: earlier. Cause yeah. you know how
2: people dissect these trailers. I wonder if that was
0: spoiled. No, okay. No, because no, in the movie they they did um they did a, um, they was did it a, a wide cut. Shot? They did a cut. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like one flowing scene. Yeah, I just want just wanted to double check. So, like, <laughs> that movie that that trailer, not going to lie, hype. Like, total yeah. hype. But, like, having just recently watched the movie, they cut the action sequences and the order of events in such a different way from how it actually is in the movie. Or am I yes. wrong? No, it's very different, right? Oh, you're right, yeah.
2: And they used a lot of footage from the first one. And I kind of, after you watch it, it kind of makes a little sense. But, like, could you imagine a Marvel movie using footage from the previous movie?
0: <laughs> to to <laughs> advertise?
2: Yeah, I mean, the only one I think they could could have, and they did get away with, was Endgame. But, like, could you imagine, like, even, like, if Batman, like, when it was Bale's Batman, if they released a trailer with stuff from the previous movie, people would be, like, raging.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did do those cutscenes, though, in this movie. They did them um in the very beginning when they were burying everyone. They did the cutscenes of what each person was. Uh, yeah. And, like where they died along his, like, ravage of of killing people.
1: Yeah, I, that's what, I thought the intro, it started off pretty cool. Like, I like that they were showing the connection between, because the, the people in uh, Albania, the bad guys in Albania, you know, Taken ended, you know, I guess rather happily, so it was like, okay, what do the people in Albania think of this now, uh, of what just happened? And you see them, um, they bring the bodies back to Albania, and they steal them. They steal those bodies. (laughs) And, like, they take them back to um, the town that those those guys were from, Tropoya.
0: All right. I have a lot of issues that start right there. (laughs) (laughs) They start with that exact... I have, like, so many issues about this whole thing. Okay. So... Yeah, they bring back what does it look like, what, eight bodies or something like that. They buried them, their brothers, their sisters, and all that stuff. They are eight people in the freaking sex trade of underage women across the world. And I get that they're your brother and your husbands and your uncles and your cousins and all that stuff. But, like, you can be sad about that. But, like, they're doing some pretty sketchy shit. They're probably going to die at some point in their life, right? Whether it's the FBI, whether it's Interpol, whether it's whoever, they're, they're, the law is eventually going to catch up to them because they're doing some illegal crap. Right? So there's issue number one. (laughs) And I'm just going to bleed into issue number two immediately. So it's not Interpol and it's not the cops, it's not the FBI, it's not any of them. It's one dude, Liam Neeson. And then you're like, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to find this one dude that killed everyone and I'm going to try and kill him. (laughs) And you're like, what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that part had me scratching my head. Like, this dude just wiped out How everyone it might have been eight bodies that they buried, but he literally tore France apart like there's no (laughs) there's no shot that you guys kill him and and not lose more people like I just don't get it.
1: Now, if I'm correct, like we meet our main villain here and like that's like the driving force of him being the bad guy is that he's the father of Marco. And if I'm right, he's also the head of this Albanian mafia, which is pretty, much is what this group of guys is. Um, the first time I saw this guy, like, I don't know if you guys thought of it, but like, you guys know the Dosekis guy. <laughs> yeah. I I, thought, I swear that's <laughs>
2: dude. Like,
1: that's what no. I call him. I don't call him the Marco's dad. I was like, oh, the Dosekis guy.
2: <laughs> All right, time to fact check. I see it. I see it. Yeah, I see it. <laughs>
1: It's not him. but Oh, it, it isn't? It's not him. Um, but what's interesting is, like, he's been in a movie with Liam Neeson before. Um, obviously, Liam Neeson was Raja al Ghul in Batman Begins. You know the hobo that Batman says nice coat to?
2: That's him? That's him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But... I, I don't know if I liked him as a villain. Like, I liked pieces of what he did but then other pieces it was just like two
0: you you know what i didn't get about him as a villain he wasn't involved he was just like all right so he's at this hotel and then the guy calls him Is like he's here he's like okay bring him to me and then as soon as he brings him to me he says like three lines to him and then he just leaves again
2: well i mean mean? he did he, he did cut his wife
0: yeah but like he's consistently just like leaving (laughs)
2: <laughs> but it, it it screams like dr evil from austin powers like here's my second <laughs> plan <laughs> and yeah. like is he's, that, not,
1: that's, he's not a good bad guy i'll say that right I now i thought he was i mean well his motivation yeah. his motivation i think is cool like okay this this guy was my son so i'm gonna avenge him but he was just making like these awful bad guy mistakes
0: and, right like, monologuing was, He's yeah. monologuing. <laughs> He's
1: just, like, we'll get it. I'll get into it a little later. But like uh, it's just, it, like but I, I understand the motivation that it was setting up for our villain here. So I was like, OK, now where do we go? Right. Uh, so they cut to L.A. They cut back to Los Angeles and like things couldn't be better for Liam Neeson, for, you know, for Brian, for Kim, for maybe not so much. Yeah. For, maybe not so much for Lenore.
2: But uh Dude, yeah, what the fuck like the total 180 in what was it like a four year time gap? Yeah. Just total one eighty on her character.
0: So I, I have another I have another sticky point here too. Both taken one and taken two started with a lie. <laughs> right? <laughs> Cause uh she has a boyfriend now and they didn't want to tell him because they didn't yep. want him to be the overbearing dad. So they lied to him about it. Well, maybe they didn't lie, but they they neglected to tell him that. So here goes. Four years have happened and all this other stuff. And you're still lying to him about just mundane stuff.
2: (sighs) Yeah. She's (laughs) fucking terrible. Another
1: another part that that they stay when they're at this part here that comes into importance later. Kim failed her driving test twice. Two times. Two times, and it it we'll get to it later. Yeah, but it's like he's twice.
2: Oh, don't yeah, worry, so, I had plenty to comment on that scene.
0: So, so um, let me just cut in real quick too, because later on, um, when they're at the boyfriend's house, he's like, "What you feel? You don't have your license?" She's like, "Have you ever tried to parallel park an Escalade?" And I'm just like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like like <laughs> that's
2: a flast thing <laughs> to say. This kid, yeah, dude, she was, she's still terrible. I think, she, like, Kim is arguably the worst character, and Lenore is a close second, arguably the worst character in this entire fucking franchise so far. Like, <laughs> such a lying little bitch. Like, it's, it's one thing to be a liar, right, and when you're 16 or whatever, going to France and doing whatever. Like, yeah, you're going to go hang out with your friends. Okay, the, the first movie played out. Like, it was terrible. And you're still going to be a douchebag in movie two. <laughs> like, Brian would be a Greek god. Hashtag Wrath of the Titans came out. He was this. It, to me, in my eyes, if he saved me from that and she still lies to him, shows up late to appointments, he has to go drag her out of a boyfriend's house that she didn't even tell him about? Like, hello? like What,
0: what would Amanda say? What would Amanda say about all well, this? Well, oh, you no, know, Amanda, we Amanda, is Amanda not in this movie. I'll say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cooler, Amanda's dead, and still no one talks about her. And she's still somewhere in France in some sex dungeon.
2: The movie should have opened with them going to Amanda's tomb and just being like, I'm sorry. You know, but no, it didn't it, it, instead we're talking about the bodies that he buried instead of the bodies like that should have been it should have been reverse motivation. Brian should have been back in in there killing everyone because Amanda was dead
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Kim's still doing you know still being like i guess in a way like irresponsible, like you're saying um so I mean, especially after what happened in the first movie, like Brian's like super super cautious now. Like okay, Kim has a boyfriend now, but like I don't I understand why he would want to find out everything about who this person is. After what yeah. happened to, after what happened to her, definitely.
0: Yeah. And it's weird though because at the end of that whole scene, like he goes and pulls her out of the house and then he does like the driving lesson back to her house and all that stuff. And then when they get there, when she parks the car, uh, she has like, Can you please and like they actually have like a heart to heart conversation which shows that their relationship has improved since the previous movie. Yeah. So there is steps forward. Then they've shown that it's it's better, but it's still like they're still lying to him. They're still, you know, like it's just weird, man.
2: The movie ends on a lie too. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, uh,
1: after all that, we see, oh shit, they they cut back to Paris. They're like, all right, what's going on here now? Um, somehow the Albanians. I mean, actually, not somehow because Jean Claude was in with the Albanians last movie. So they're back to get to get some information out of him. And Jean-Claude's in trouble. <laughs> Actually, he's dead. He's not in trouble. He's dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's done Though, I mean, didn't he, I didn't feel anything there. I was like, you know what? Whatever happens, this guy happens to him. Just fuck him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of did the same thing. I was like, what's, what's the point of this even? I
2: they mean, he literally... knew what he was getting into, right?
0: But they could have literally just had a scene where the head boss was like, did you talk to the cop in France? And what did he say? And, like, that would have been it. Like, they didn't have to, like, show it. They, it. I I just felt like it was a pointless scene.
1: Yeah, because, well, they didn't really get anything out of him because Jean-Claude really didn't know. Like, dude, I really don't know where he is. Like, I can't help. Yeah, there was... Like, he, like, he wasn't stonewalling him to protect Brian.
2: There yeah. were so many badass ways that they could have done that, like just handing the, the bloody business card to Brian when he was chained up or something like that or, or yeah. something. There were so many different ways to just skip that entirely.
0: But, but even then, right, so they talk to the cop and say they do get information on him about where he is. Oh, he's from America. He's from L.A. How the f- did they know he's going to be in Istanbul?
1: Yeah, I was saying the same thing. I was like, well, yeah, when they when they I think they show him a picture. But I'm like, he's at Istanbul. I'm like, how do you know he's going to Turkey? i'm like how did you find that out
2: i i just looked over that i was like fuck it i'm sure this is going to be a much worse movie than (laughs) of all the things to not explain it's like all right yeah just get me to get me Sure,
0: yeah just get me where it's gonna happen
2: is it weird too that like i just didn't give a shit about anything until someone got taken i didn't care about any of it lenore they didn't
1: care that steak Sundays were back Oh yeah, I, mean, I mentioned that too. His,
0: his his group of friends are back. They're all just chilling around, and they're like, are "You gonna nail your ex wife?" Huh? Yeah, they're like, "All so right, so weird.
2: so Stewart left Lenore, huh?" Huh? Uh,
0: uh.
2: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, boys being boys, am I right? Right. <laughs>
0: it's
2: it's kind of weird and unsettling that Brian's such a bitch about that stuff, though, isn't it? Like he can't trust anyone to to unload his feelings. I don't know. Is that a negative or a positive? Does that make him more of a badass, or does it make him kind of a weirdo?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe because of, like, the job he had, maybe he didn't want to, like, expose himself, really, with, like, any of his feelings, really. If he was ever in, a, like, a bad situation, I I
2: don't know.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I, I feel not sure. like it's just building the character, right? Well,
2: that's what I'm saying. Is the character development that, like he's stonewalling because he he does like her like a a seven-year-old you know or is he stonewalling because he's so hard that like he's supposed to appear cold to everyone i don't know that's an interesting uh, that's interesting so
0: yeah i think i I think like from here too so like he meets with this group of friends he goes back to lenny's house and then like the guy storms off and he's there for like the driving lesson with his daughter and she was like We made this vacation to go to China, and he canceled all the reservations. So, like, naturally, naturally, I'm going to be like, you want to come to Istanbul, which is, like, the tourist (laughs) – you know, like, like the most tourist country in the world? You want to come to Istanbul? Bro, take a step back. Can we talk about how
2: whiny and – I'm going to just say it, cunty it is, that she's, like – the nerve – to to get a divorce and cancel my luxurious trip that he wasn't going to. Yeah, he and was. Then, they
0: were going to go as a family to try and mend things, she said.
2: Yeah, but then he backed out, obviously, so he canceled it instead of yeah, letting yeah. the girls go. And she was all pissed off about that. And yeah. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> hello? The nerve of Lenore. And then Brian's just like, yeah, never mind. I'll take you for free. And she's just like... Mm. Gucci.
0: Yeah. To <laughs>
2: Istanbul.
1: Yeah. So now we have, so the family ends up all together in Istanbul and the Albanians are on their way there. So I looked up like the drive from Trapoya to Istanbul. Cause I was like, all right, that can't be an easy route. That's a 12 hour drive. And that's through like three different countries so i'm like i don't know what he did because like this is a this is a mafia i'm like (laughs) they allowed them through the borders of it was serbia north macedonia and greece they had to get through to get to turkey yeah i don't know he must have paid them or i mean they don't really explain that but yeah suddenly they're just they're in turkey boom
2: yeah they, they definitely cut some some plot corners to just get to the point because i feel like they wanted to show everyone how they've changed since the last movie because everyone's changed except for kim who's just still delirious
1: well one thing with kim is like you know if i was kim i would never want to leave the united states again
2: oh my house (laughs) (laughs) and now she's in turkey I, i was thinking the same thing and i get to that a little bit later but like Kim you if you didn't see taken one you'd have no idea that she was scarred at all other than her boyfriend trying to grab second base like caught stealing dude like he and even then she was just like maybe later like didn't give the hard no it was just like and not yet like I don't know man I I would be ruined for life and her best friend died like hello (laughs)
0: Yeah, but like no one gave a shit about Amanda. We already talked about this.
2: Uh, it, clearly, but like it just I all roads lead back to Amanda. Anyway. <laughs> um but yeah, but we, we got the family
1: vacation going on. But but like they're still all like going off to do their own thing.
0: Yeah, that it's, is kinda <laughs> weird to me too. Like so they get to Istanbul and he was like, Hey, let me show you around and then like the mother was like, No, I'm exhausted and then the next time they try and go out, the daughter's like, I'm gonna stick around because I want you two to do whatever you two are going to do together you know it was just kind of weird like all of them they're there why aren't they all hanging out
2: i mean the daughter wanted mom and dad back together which is i kind of get that and also too you don't want to be third wheeling on your parents am i right so like i could see her being like nah and then she wanted to sneakily facetime her boyfriend so like there's there was a few motivations for that one the first one, I'm not sure if Lenore was trying to give Brian some much-needed one-on-one time with his daughter. But, like, bro, we're going to harp on this the entire time. Less than four years ago, your daughter just got kidnapped in overseas. How are you not at least, like, going on the trip and then, like, maybe sitting in a, a further away seat? Or just, like, yep. hanging out? I don't yeah. know. Also, who goes all the way to Turkey to just sit in the hotel room? Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. You just bit, pitched, like, totally bitched and moaned about going on vacation. What, were you going to sit in the fucking hotel room the whole time? (laughs) Um,
1: The Albanians know where they are, though. And they're not messing around this time. Like, they know, like, he'll pick them out in a second. Like they come, like Brian comes very close to finding them in the hotel lobby, but like he's like, oh no, he sees me. I gotta get out of here.
2: Yo, can we talk um, about that for a second? The dude's in a tracksuit in a fucking five star hotel. <laughs> like, how do you true. not know this guy doesn't belong? <laughs> like, hello, the dude is, and it's not like a nice tracksuit, like Under Armour or anything. It's got dirt on it. The dude is clearly <laughs> out of place. How did you not know?
0: Dude, so he, he did notice him. So I thought the funniest part, though, right? So they had dude in the tracksuit, and then the other dude was reading a newspaper and folded down a corner to look at him. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, that's the most suspicious activity.
2: What a Muppets fucking scene that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just missing Gonzo. Right. But you know what?
1: The Albanians, like, work is not good enough because when they're in the car, he knows something's up. Like, driver, turn Right. Get out of here!
0: Yeah. Now, what's thought, going on? Tell me what's going on, Brian. Oh, I
2: know. Shut the fuck up! Like, like and she—listen to me. She knows too what he does. Uh, like, it's like, oh man, that that annoyed me. And then I was yeah. like, man, I hope she's the one taken. I really was like gung ho about that. I, it is weird because like how Brian is the one that's on the run now. Yeah. Also, okay. Hold on. When he gives her the directions, and they're in the taxi cab, he gives her the directions to get out and walk back to the hotel. Was anyone else confused as fuck? Just absolutely yeah. confused. There's oh, no. He wasn't I was not, paying
0: attention the I, whole time, yet she managed to get all those instructions.
2: No <laughs> shot. She fucking figures that out. <laughs> but then no, she
0: got uh, to the door and it was locked. Locked gate. Locked gate.
1: Yeah.
2: And yeah, and she shook it like she was gonna fucking break the lock. Hello. Like no, Famke, you're not breaking shit, bro. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, you're right though. Like, he picked up on it pretty immediately, and then like, the worst part of the whole thing, he kicks the driver out.
1: <laughs> he's like yeah.
0: steals the car. Well,
1: and like the Albanians are like hunting him down, and he's like, I think he has he has one of them at gunpoint one at one point, and then another Albanian's pointing a gun at him. He's like, I'll blow his brains out. And then the other Albanian just shoots his his fellow man like nothing.
2: Yeah, talk about vengeance. Like, hey, we're we're avenging eight people who died, and I'm just gonna add to the body count. No and, big deal.
1: And Brian's trying to get a hold of Kim, and Kim's not answering the phone.
0: She was in the pool.
2: True, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, like I don't like I probably answer. wouldn't answer that phone either.
2: <laughs> Wait, no, she didn't answer the phone. Are we talking about Kim? Yeah. 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 She was in the pool. How- Ooh, bro, that ph- no, she was FaceTiming. I thought
0: no, no, no she, oh, she did oh, answer she the went... phone when she was time when she was FaceTiming.
2: Yeah, yeah either she way was in the pool. Yeah, but then she was FaceTiming. With There's him. no shot that that girl should ever, ever under any circumstance not answer a, a phone call from her father.
0: Ever, well, yep. yeah. So like, I agree, but it's not like in 2012 they had the I, Apple Watch, so she would see that he's calling when she was Turn
2: the, the ringer show. on.
0: Oh, I know. She did okay. have it off. Yeah. There, there are like six situations in this movie where, like, if the ringer was on it, like, it would
2: that have been... be insane. Like, I get you're, you're swimming. I get you're doing whatever, even if you're FaceTiming. I get all that. But there's no reason that phone should not be on full fucking blast. Because what happens if something happened to her? Like, you literally lived out the nightmare. How are you not more protected? She didn't have mace or anything with her. Like, no. unreal, bro. Like, that would have been one of the big things. <laughs> when she does
1: answer the phone that's when the flashbacks hit her mm-hmm. because you find you find out all right Lenore and Brian are the ones that are taken mhm and, and, and Kim's just like no clue on what to do
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean yes yeah, so she had the flashbacks um and then she- so, like, so there's two parts about this that are really annoying to me, right? Because the Albanians are like, okay, we know that the girl's not with them. And then they go to check her room and they see the bathing suit and oh, she's at the pool. Well, it's like, you're trying to tell me that you had Albanians there casing the joint for Brian, but they didn't notice when the daughter didn't go with them and went down to the pool? <laughs> I don't get I'm, that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't... I-
0: I just didn't get that. I feel like yeah. they should have already known she was in the pool, which gave her the opportunity to sneak upstairs and get into his room and get what she needed to get because of the call that she had with him.
2: See, the room scene is the one that, that threw me for a loop more. Like, I could kind of see, like, okay, maybe it's a big hotel. A lot of people probably – I don't know. Whatever. She's She gets to the room. They know she's in the room, right? Like, it's not it's not a question of if. They know she's in the room, and they still
0: fucked it up yeah they still killed the other guy
1: oh yeah you just killed an innocent guy i'm like and then then they killed the two security guards a bunch of them
2: (laughs) just just mind-numbing like i don't understand why not just blow up the hotel at that point in the middle of the night
0: okay uh, so like all this stuff is happening right and lenore got her throat cut she's hanging upside down uh brian's in there and he's like talking to her and all this other stuff and then Finds a way to get Lenore off so that she doesn't bleed to death. Which, by the way, there was a very small amount of blood there for bleeding one, to
1: death. One thing I thought that was cool that was leading up to that it was one of the neat parts of the movie is, like, I like how he's remembering where he's going just by listening. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. Didn't even have to, he didn't even have to see where he was going, but, like, just, like, he was just, like, doing it somehow where he was counting and, like, listening for certain sounds. And, like, that's how he remembers later how to get back
0: yeah that's how he knows that he's three and a half kilometers away from her i thought that was neat
2: again though can we talk about how like i was watching that movie and i would have had to write down everything that he remembered like that's i I don't know if maybe i'm the idiot it's it's like when people hold (laughs) it's like when people hold their breath in movies and just go underwater forever and i try to hold my breath with them and i can't it's like i don't know if this is unreal expectations but like watching that i was like bro i can't even figure out math equations and you're over here remembering (laughs) this shit like so other side of that
0: conversation too at one point they get on a ferry and when she had to get to where he was she didn't get on a ferry (laughs) so like what was the point of that (laughs) yeah i
2: i don't know but i'm sure when you talk about how they do find him i think that was badass with the grenades he's so badass
0: yeah it's so badass but let's be real did she really need to blow up that car the first grenade she threw there was nothing on the roof of that parking garage she blew up the The car
1: the grenades i'll get into the grenades but like um brian brian and lenore are locked up and of course brian happens to have the tiniest cell phone on him just to call just like with a bunch of numbers programmed in um
0: and Sam didn't pick up again just like the yep. first movie
1: but um i like that Kim wants to take control now like she went through some bad shit and like you know you know she obviously she's new to this but like she she wants to fight back which yep. i think is which i think is cool um i thought it was neat how she was she was doing as Brian was explaining it like the map trick with the shoelace i was like This
2: dude's genius is just continuing from the other movie. The map trick was really good. And I think that plays into the counting and, like, how the ferry kind of threw him off. So, like, that kind of addresses what Mike was saying. Yeah. Like, he didn't really know where he was. He just knew how far away he was.
0: Yeah, but, like, like if they went on a ferry to throw him off, he would have thought that the distance was much farther, right? I don't know.
2: I I think he was just guessing, to be completely honest.
1: But, but, But the thing that was helping him solve it was just... All right, honey. all right, Kim. Just throw the grenade. <laughs> just throw a grenade. This who cares? Who cares? Who gets in trouble? Just throw a grenade. Well, he <laughs> did say throw, throw it
0: somewhere th- safely.
1: Yeah, he did say. But like, she's just throw. She threw like three grenades
2: throughout yeah, the he, whole throughout are the. Are you trying to tell
0: me that if if like by grenade number two the cops aren't onto where she is?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not only that, the the problem with the grenade thing is she's a silver spoon. Middle cl- uh, upper-class white girl who has ponies at the age of 18, right? No shot this girl throws a grenade from the hotel at that rooftop. No shot. <laughs> right? No shot in hell. Yeah, she's I, an I'm a college baseball player, and I doubt that I could do that.
0: Oh, no, that garage was far. That was at <laughs> least... And, and it went to the far side of the garage where the car was parked.
2: Hundred. Yeah. yeah, sniped the car, by the way. It was the only thing on that rooftop. She sniped it.
0: Yeah, no, she way. was like that was like a
2: like Tom Brady like throwing the like, downfield. That was literally my only gripe with that was that if it was a boy who was like an athlete, maybe I would buy that. Like a regular average Joe Boy isn't making that throw. But like her making that throw with zero background of any fucking sports or athleticism ever, <laughs> can't even parallel park and escalade, and she's gonna hit that? Hello? <laughs> No, I was done with that. Um, the fact that he made her get on rooftops, though, and she—no one stopped her from getting on these rooftops, uh, and she was able to do that. I kind of believe that more. Yeah, she
0: blew up a water tank.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, she did. <laughs> I mean, that whole premise works, just not with Kim. That premise works with almost anyone else, just not Kim or Lenore.
1: You,
2: you know, it
0: worked with Amanda.
2: <laughs> yes, <it would.
1: laughs> um. But yeah Now here's like when they're all locked up We have Dos Equis guy And Brian finally meet And like he's showing him These pictures like do you remember this person No this person no And like I understand that like Like these guys were family To other people But they were still bad Sex traffickers like, like he's not going to remember These dudes like he wanted his daughter Back and like this part i'm like all right i'm 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 gonna ask you guys all right who do you side with when when it comes to these two i'm like yes yeah he killed his son but he kidnapped his daughter so it's like who's in the right so i'm like i got you got to say brian like even if even if it's like not the movie like telling you to do that like i would think
0: dude you took his daughter yeah i mean i think i already talked about this it's like the the people that have that died in the last movie were on the bad side of everything. The law, morality, everything. So, like, the fact that their family, like, were like, oh, we need to kill the guy that killed them because my innocent son, <laughs> who wasn't doing anything in the sex trafficking world, died because of him. And I'm like, eh, if that was yeah. the case...
2: I don't even know how died. this... I don't even know how this is a question. Like, it's like someone from ISIS grabbing... Stealing a girl and then being like, "Oh no, they got her back!" And you killed us. Oh, we're gonna get you! Like it's just like, there's no morality. It's there. a
0: weak premise. It's a weak premise for a movie.
1: And like, well, like, and like Brian like tells him straight up, he's like, "I killed him because you took my daughter," and like he's just like, "I don't care what he did," but I'm like, there must have been some part of you that knew that it was inevitable that he would probably pay for what he was doing at some point. Yeah.
2: My major plot hole with that too is like okay, you, you got me with the vengeance part, right? Like, I could see a father wanting to avenge their son. You, you got me with you have some men. You you lose me when you have enough men and enough money and enough resources to pull off all the stuff that they were pulling off, where it's knowing that he's going to be in Istanbul, knowing, you know, how to, to get into these hotels undetected and all that stuff. Like, this all costs money, and this all costs people. and. Yep. There's no army that would have backed that. They would have been like, No, I mean we'll just pick up the sex trade again and make millions. It's just one guy wanted his daughter back. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, eh, Jesus Christ. Uh,
1: and then not only like is he doing this with Brian, like he's he's like saying like, oh, why he's why he's like retaliating against Brian. He straight up tells him like you have thirty minutes you gave you gave, you just gave Brian mills a thirty minute window to escape huge as, mistake huge mistake
0: ex-wife.
2: so this whole this whole like dungeon scene I guess we'll call it was in intriguing because of how they cut lenore, and I don't know if you're getting to that or if that if we're already there, but the, yeah yeah, so they they cut lenore where she's gonna bleed out in what is it two hours or something like that the way she or 30 minutes upside Half down hour, right yep. yeah it's pretty sadistic and i loved it until you left the room then it's mm. like dude, okay they, they
1: might have might as well have just handed them
2: the keys yeah, like I know they didn't know he had his little, like, what the hell was that, too? Like, remember those digital pets you used to have on, like Gigabit? Giga, yeah, <laughs> th- th- that's what that phone looked like. Um, oh, no, it was an I emergency yeah.
0: phone. But and I mean, they make them, and like, I've seen the market for them, but I've never thought, like, I mean, he would definitely have one, but like, no normal person would ever have one of those things.
2: Yeah, I mean, if it, they should have like made him full heal, and i get you probably couldn't because then the whole premise that they wrote gets blown up but like make him full heal and sit in the room and talk to him the whole time as he watches lenore die that would have been sadistic as fuck (laughs)
0: yeah that Um, actually would have yeah
1: literally he escapes so i'm like he's getting out of there but he's like um he's like oh lenore don't worry i'll come back
0: I'm but, coming back. Actually, the word the line was I'm coming back.
1: I'm coming back. So like he's going back on his Albanian like massacre. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but he he's, he's take he's picking them all off and then he comes back and I'm like, "Brian, you should have known better that Lenore was not going to be there when you got back." Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, sit tight. <laughs> sit tight in the sex dungeon here. I'll be RB. <laughs>
1: right. Um but I mean, he he meets up with Kim, who's been running on the rooftops, throwing grenades. Um, I, Without a care in the world, right? And I think I think they. Oh no, she steals a cab. She steals a cab, and I think that's where she meets up with Brian. But like Kim, like this is your driving lesson. <laughs> Avoid the Turkish police officers. Like Kim went from failing the her driving tests twice to being jeff gordon
2: can we talk about day? how the taxi cab took no damage too like she ran through walls cars everything yep. that that taxi cab took no damage why don't we sell those in america well, it, was a it, was a bump, it was a bumper car bro yeah it went uh, the wall and
0: it, and the headlight didn't even go out now did you guys also notice uh the cab was a manual <laughs> yes it, yep it didn't but geez, why not yeah, why not? So, so she she can't pass her driver's test, but she's just gonna hop into a manual Mercedes and just friggin' gun it.
2: <laughs> in, in all this time too that has passed, why has he still in the in the car? Like it took him all the way till they got to the embassy to call his buddies. Like how like, well, No, oh,
0: he called Sam twice.
1: Oh dude that was another thing. Uh, they are. Find, they arrive at the embassy after the train explosion and all that stuff, and he's just like, drive straight into the embassy. Don't stop. <laughs> They'll for move. The, don't stop for the troops guarding. It. <laughs> drive into them.
2: I mean, uh, I kind of understood that because they're being followed, and the embassy can't do anything until they're on the in the embassy. True. But <laughs> you're right. Like, pull up and be like, hey i'm brian you know these people are following me let us in and arrest us do whatever you got to do but let us in like yeah. i don't know that's so stupid i have
0: i have another little issue so like when when the, the the bad dudes monologuing um with them when they're in the like the little room where you, they're all locked up still um he says like i'm gonna kill your wife because i just cut her throat and she's gonna die out in 30 minutes right in front of you but then i'm gonna get i'm gonna find your daughter and I'm gonna sell her into, like, the lowest sex ring ever, and I'm like, so, basically, like, in the first movie, you wanted to sell her into sex sex trafficking and all this other stuff, and that's your that's still your goal? Like, that's still where you want to get to in this movie? You just want to sell her into sex trafficking?
2: <sighs> the villain could have been so much better. It so a, much better. Like, um, literally could have been so much better. Like, just fucking gut Lenore, bro.
0: Well,
1: so, obviously, they still have a hold of Lenore, so, like, those Seki's guy's, like, talking to Lenore, and, like, um, I forget what he says to her. He says something about her to his son to her. And Lenore is just like, this was a pretty big burn. It was like, at least my daughter is still alive. I was like, oof. 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 Big oof.
2: Playing with fire. <laughs> That's Jean Grey for you.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know. I she they, they all had their moments where it's like, okay, I'm starting to like you again like Kim when she's like no I'm in this I'm in it now it's like okay I like you again and Lenore had like some badass moments and well not badass but like moments where she she showed that she was a capable human being not just yep. a, a housewife but all in all I felt that like those two were just fucking annoying like every time <laughs> every time they spoke like even Kim it's just like Let's go back to Taken. Like, Taken was all about Brian being a loner. And it took, what, like an hour, maybe more, to get Brian alone doing his thing? I don't know.
1: One one thing that's different with this movie is uh, it changes what the first movie did a lot by the fact that Taken, you know, Brian is really on the offensive. And, like, he's doing a lot to find Kim. This movie... He kind of takes, he, I mean, he, obviously he's captured, but like he does the total opposite of what he did in the first movie. And he's like, he's not on the offensive for a lot of the movie.
2: But like after and, the, after, to your point though, after the initial like, hey, we're going to gut the wife right in front of him, watch, watch him, watch her die or whatever. Yeah. Why keep her around? You just showed that like you can't control this man. Like you need to just flat out kill him, kill the wife just kill the wife like you could have made you could have made this villain so much easier to really hate versus like they kind of tiptoed the entire movie with do you hate him or do you understand his pov do you hate him or do you under-? like pick one and stick with it because they didn't really stick with it they they kind of tiptoed on both lines and it was like nah you it, this guy needed to be either you fucking hate him and you need him to die or you needed to understand him so that you hoped Brian caught him but didn't kill him, because mm. it really sucks the air out of the climax at the end. It, it like the it didn't matter to me what happened. Like it it just totally took all the stakes out of the movie because you kind of <laughs> like him but you kind of don't care. Yeah, I don't know. It it reminded me a lot of not to bring another movie into this. It was one of the, uh, like London has fallen or whatever. Oh, yeah. It it reminded me so much of that movie. Just a knockoff version. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, we're getting close to the end here. But, like, he's... Fi- see, like, you see him finding his way back to get Lenore. And he's finding his way by what he did earlier. With the sounds and, and everything and and all that. So, like, Brian's still doing his thing. And he's also still doing his thing by picking off... In Albanian one by one by one.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so my thing about this too is like he just like sees a guy smoking like in a in in like an alleyway and he just sneaks up behind him and like kills the dude in the alleyway. Like what if he wasn't part of the Albanian mob? Like what if he was just like lived in that area and he was just outside smoking a cigarette?
2: <laughs> yeah, that poor poor guy didn't even see it coming.
1: Also, yeah, like, there was that one guy where he, like, spared, where, like, he knew he wasn't Albanian. He's just like, get lost. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah, that's
0: right. He he went to the smoke shop, and he was like, eh, all the hookahs.
2: Yeah. You know what would have been cool there? Would have been, like, a Doom-style POV for him going in and breaking it and just capping people. That would that cheapens it. I guess it cheapens it, but, like, at the same time, too, like, I was just, like... I've waited this entire movie for this scene, and it felt like it just flew by. I don't know.
0: So that's kind of like my thing too. And I said it during the last movie. It, it's is it the same director between these two?
1: No, it's not. No.
0: So it's really weird because I said it during the last movie. Like I didn't really like the action sequences, and I think that they did it the way they did it to make it more intimate. And the same thing happened here, but they didn't need to because like they were fighting like earlier in the movie, they were fighting in like a a big like open. I don't even know what to call it. Like a uh, like a place in between the building like a courtyard yeah and th- the camera kept cutting like every like second and a half it kept cutting and then coming in at a different angle and like watching throw punches and they were really close to each other but they were in the middle of this huge courtyard they didn't have to have an intimate fight scene they could have had like one scaling camera shot to encompass the whole fight instead they like they did it with the shaky camera to make it feel more intense and more intimate and i i didn't like that part of the movie i don't really like that direction style but that's just me
2: yeah, no, nah, I mean, the direction style didn't really, it wasn't as, like, distracting as the first one, I guess, but the the plot holes in this one really took a lot of air out of yeah. the room. a lot of plot yeah, you, holes. You could
1: fall into the plot holes.
2: Quite of literally. <laughs> and, like, I, I the whole, and I'm starting to see the formula, right? The formula is the first, the first act is character building. You're supposed to fall in love with the characters fine whatever and then the middle act is the problem how we're going to address the problem and the final act is how we fix the problem but like the beginning feels like it it sets up it sets up the movie but it could be so much better like there's there's nothing polarizing about any of these people other than brian and like like i didn't care if lenore died i just didn't (laughs) like if, if lenore died It's like, all right, well, you're a trash bag wife and you're kind of a trash bag mother. And to be honest, you're kind of a trash bag actress. Like, this is just not (laughs) this is not the movie for you. And Kim, like. For someone in 2012, I, I just think she's an idiot. She's a total idiot who's banking on her dad to get her out of any situation or her her stepdad for that matter i'm sure had to bail her out of situations Mm. like she just doesn't it's like why am i supposed to care about these first class first world problems that she has i don't give a shit
0: and i thought it was funny too because at one point in the movie she was like i just want to be a normal a normal teenager even if i'm just pretending and i was like I get it. You had a traumatic experience, but, like, this is literally the only mention of that you're going to make in one of the most traumatic experiences that's also happening in your life.
2: <laughs> I mean, the only thing that could have been more traumatic of, uh, that, like, she goes through is, like, I, I don't even want to say it out loud, but, like, it's just, like, she went through pr- probably one of the worst situations of all fucking time, and they showed yep. zero PTSD. Zero.
1: Yeah. You
0: that's, mentioned yeah, that too in the beginning. I think
1: besides like that little glimpses of when she was on the phone, but I mean, yeah, you're kind of right on that.
0: Yeah, and the now, only part of that movie that they showed regarding her was when she was getting dragged out from underneath the bed by the ankles. That's the only part of her flashback that they showed.
2: Yeah, but I mean, now we're now we're here, right? And we're we're in this moment and it's like we finally waited for this fucking moment where the the two, you know, two objects are gone. They're they're not you we you didn't pay your ten dollars to see them. You paid your ten dollars to watch Brian kick some fucking ass. Yep. And, uh, yeah. No. And I just thought I. I for me, it went too quickly. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I want more.
1: I mean, you, you, you see the yeah. final fight. The final fight is. I like where they chose the final fight. It's kind. of... You have like that. Like, oh, it like kind of looked like like a fighting like pit. I guess yeah. kind of. Yeah. So like he's fighting that last guy. Yeah, they're in a bathhouse. Yeah, it was. I'm like, this last guy was tougher than the last guy of the first <laughs> Taken. Definitely. But I was wondering, I'm like, wait a minute, how did he kill him? Like, all he did was, like, put his hand on his face. He was just like, like, I'm like, how did this guy
0: die? Yeah, so it's funny because like, I actually wrote it, like, they actually staged a boss fight in this movie. <laughs> like, it it was like, the, they had, like, the music was slowly building. You're like, oh, my gosh, there's a boss fight in this. Um. But then, like, when, when he's coming at him, so, like, the guy gets some good jabs in, and then he trips him, and, like, he hits his head against, like, the edge of I what think, they were standing on. I think that's what killed him. And then he broke really his neck. It. And then he broke his neck.
1: You, they, they They did a bad job of showing how this guy died. Like, you kind of have to guess.
0: I kind of thought that the whole
2: thing was, again, back to the main villain, who just, like, casually sits in the shadows as is going cowering on towering
0: in the corner <laughs> without a gun
2: yeah why why are you respecting the 1v1 here well, and not fucking firing away
1: this is where it like he's like well first uh, he sees like Lenny's just lying there in trouble i'm coming back lenny um this part where he has this last interaction with the doseki's guy yeah. it's this is where it really parallels with the first movie It's like, like father, like son. Or actually, like, well, I don't know if I have it right there, but like.
2: You do. He he gave
1: Marco the out, right? In kidnapping his daughter. He's giving his father the out here.
2: No, yeah.
1: And after after everything he sees that Brian is capable of, he still tries to kill Brian.
0: Yeah. And you had to know that gun was a plant.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> you obvious. know what
2: the whole time I was I was watching that scene, I was really wondering if there was a bullet in there. I was, I was like there's no way, right? He's not that dumb.
0: No, I mean he literally just went through the entire Albanian mob and you think he's going to leave a bullet in there and like trust. Right. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't fully get that part. And then the old guy, right? So he's sitting there in the corner of the bathhouse that whole time and The guy's like, I'm going to give you this option. You can go back and spend the time with your other sons, yada, yada. And then he gives him his word, drops the gun. The guy picks it up and then click. Nothing. But then all Liam Neeson does is takes his hand and puts it on his face and, like, pushes him into a wall. And, like, that kills him. This is, like, the worst, like, this
1: was, like, the most lackluster kill I've
0: ever seen. Yeah. And it's, it's bullshit because, like. He's like monologuing, he's like, your death will not be be quick, and it will be very painful, and then all he does is pushes the back of his head into a wall and kills him. I'm like, god damn it! (laughs) Like, do the same thing he was going to do to Kim. String him up, put a small cut on his neck, and make him bleed out. You know, something. Something poetic.
2: Yeah. Uh, Dude, you know how badly I wanted him to do the Lenore thing to him? And just, while he's sitting there dangling, he, he just... Like, literally sits there and tells him how he killed his son. <laughs> like, the whole, like, I don't understand uh, why we, we didn't gaslight, like, anyone. No, And, again, it comes back to no one was polarizing, right? Like, yeah. no one was polarizing. Everyone was kind of just there playing a part.
0: Yeah, but Ooh. I think, like, there's also a, a, another side to that coin, too, right? Because, like, where that would be amazing, it would kind of go against his character because he's not killing because he enjoys it. And if he did that, it would be because he enjoyed it. Like he's literally just going in and he's he's killing the people that are wronging him or are after him and then he's getting out. But if he strung up the dude and cut a little nick in his neck and then just sat there and just like enjoyed the time that he died, then that would make him sadistic.
2: I I wanted something though. I needed something more than what we got. And yep. realistically too, after hearing all this talk that we, all three of us have had, I think we could have come up with a really good end quote for the movie. Like as soon as he kills him, he's just like, stay thirsty, my friend. And then just walks <laughs> away. Like
1: They they had the perfect opportunity for sponsorship in this movie.
2: Listening to this, po- listening to this podcast, I'm just like, man, you know, there's no Stallone, there's no Schwarzenegger type quote. Stay thirsty, my friend, as he fucking snaps his neck. Would have been beautiful.
0: No, So the one thing that I, w- I really wanted was, like, when the guy picks up the pistol <laughs> and points it at him, and then he pulls the trigger and it's just click. I think what I wanted out of that was just a good luck, and then, and then he kills him. Like, he does something, you know, <laughs> yeah. something from the first movie that ties him into his son, and the only thing I can think of is good luck.
2: See, I'm, like, torn in these movies, too, because I'm so jaded from seeing, um, like— what is it the law-abiding citizen movie where every time yeah. a bad guy's holding a gun i'm like i wonder if there's going to be some tr- evil tranks in there that kill the guy like i yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm always just like whenever a bad guy's holding a gun i'm always wondering how someone booby-trapped it
1: yeah yep <laughs> all right so now it's three weeks later and everything's fine again kim passes <sighs> her drive kim passes her driving test perfect score well, like, one thing I was wondering at this part, I'm like, wait, I don't remember, like, from what happened with mine, or, like, I don't know if you guys remember yours, but I'm like, wait, you can drive right after you pass the test? I don't think you can.
0: Yeah, you're on a temporary license. Like, uh, right like, then and there, or, do, like, my, don't
1: you go to the DMV first? Well, so, like,
0: forget. mine was printed off, like, they, they give you a paper license, and then while they mail out the hard one, so, like, you still can't. You can drive with it, but you can't do uh like.
1: No, no, I know that, but like, I was wondering, like, the person that passes you is like automatically clears you to drive, yeah. right then right then and there. Okay, yeah, you maybe
2: just have maybe, a paper license.
0: Yeah, maybe that is different in California though, where they just need the piece of paper saying that they passed, and then they mail out the hard one. like in Massachusetts, yeah. where we are, we they actually print out a fake license, like it's a big piece of paper.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh.
1: All right, that clears. But now. We have our another happy ending,
0: so I'm like, all right, don't go to Europe ever again. Please, <laughs> yeah, please, yeah. Don't
1: don't go there anymore.
0: I did actually. I had one more thing about the driving scene. I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's funny that the the girl that's administering the driving test like made it a point to say perfect score. Uh, and then he was like, "Oh, I've been, I've been telling you that the whole life. If I failed one part of my driving test while I was doing it, I wouldn't have gotten a license. It doesn't matter if my my score was perfect or not, right? It's either pass or fail." Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: How did you know you had a perfect score? Because I'm, I'm not sure I ever got results for that. Yeah. No, I,
0: don't, I just I, don't I just I did everything good enough. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're like, yeah, this guy won't kill anyone. <laughs> I mean I thought that was funny. but on top of that too, like this whole and I think I kinda briefly had this conversation with Mike. The the whole ending is just like okay. You stretched for ninety percent of this movie. You stretched, right? Yeah. This franchise is done now. This is not going anywhere. You're closing the book with this ending now. Right? And I know I know I see you, John. I, I know see, it's see not. It's Hold not, <laughs> but, like, when you when you look at the grand scheme of things, if you're watching them like I am because I haven't seen all of them, I'm watching them as we do this,
1: Yeah,
2: I'm thinking to myself there's nowhere for this to go now. Like, you've, you've expended all storylines with Kim. You've expended all storylines with Lenore. Like, you burned through her leaving the husband or whatever. Yep. Brian, I mean, maybe, Brian, you could do something where, like, his buddy gets taken, and he's got to go save his military buddy, and I think that would have been cool because, like, If the guy is just as good as Brian and he can't get out, like, okay, now you send in Brian. Crazy. That would have been cool. But knowing that there's a third one, I'm, like, sick to my stomach on on what it is. And then this entire movie, the ending with the boyfriend showing up and they tricked Brian, is just, like, you've learned nothing. You've learned nothing. You're still – liars you're backstabbers and you're useless (laughs) you're fucking useless i i hated everything about kim at the end lenore gets a pass because she's 50 presumably 40 at this point you know she she's a housewife but like kim needed to die on that like i needed that pier to (laughs) fall the end, credit, oh. <laughs> the end credit scene should have been the pier collapsing, and it's just Brian who walks out of the water, like, Terminator-style.
0: So, so are you saying it ends on a lie because they invited the boyfriend without telling him? Yes. Okay, Fucked yeah. Up. Fucked up. I mean... Poor so, guy's back to hell twice, that you know <laughs> i I think, I think, to be honest, um, I think that that was, like, a gesture of, like, trust towards their father, but I think the the funniest part is, like, she was just joking around. She's like, this one's good. Don't shoot him, Dad. And I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, if I walked up to a table, they were like, don't shoot me. I was like, I'm fucking leaving. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's not like they met on the greatest terms ever. Also, Brian was kind of a dick when the kids sat down. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they didn't meet on the greatest terms because, obviously, the boyfriend and her were laying in bed, making out, getting denied at second base. And then...
0: Knocks
2: on the door. Knock on the door. Where? Where's Kim? I'm her father. It's just like, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> oh, what Mr. You?
0: Mills, nice <laughs> to meet you, buddy.
2: Yeah. What am I supposed to do with this? Am I supposed to get like a a permission slip signed every time she comes over? Get the fuck off my stoop.
0: Yeah. Stoop kid.
1: <laughs> so, this is where I I told I told George this right after shortly after I watched it. Um, I don't know if you know this, Mike. There's an alternate ending.
0: Yeah, I was going to watch the un was the unrated version or something like that. Yeah. Cuz it has an alternate ending.
1: There's one there's only one big thing that they change really. The one big thing that they change is that Lenore is with them in the taxi chase. So Lenore, oh. so Lenore ends up safe at the embassy with Kim. But so now this is where it kind of goes back to what you said, Mike, like the reason they didn't use this ending was it kind of makes Brian out to be like sadistic because he has no reason to go after the Doseckis guy now if he doesn't have Lenore. Right. So this ending is different because he actually goes out and like seeks them out to kill these guys to finish them off.
0: He did make um reference to like I need to make this stop and then she's like, What are you gonna do? and he's like, Whatever I have to <laughs> or something, yeah. and, and I'm like. Okay, so now it's out of necessity because you know it's not going to – but you're right. If he had Lenore, he'd be like, okay, then I'm going to turn this over to the police, and the police are going to go take down this whole area and do what they need to do. But now since they have Lenore, I'm going to be the one that goes to get her.
2: I don't know, man. You could have gone full John Wick with that because they're clearly not going to stop. Now I mean, they, know, they know – <laughs> oh, no. I know, Dude, I'm so like – like this one wasn't, this one wasn't two out of ten bad. But it was not good. It was like maybe a five or a six at best,
0: yeah.
2: because it wasn't it wasn't so bad that you couldn't watch it and potentially rewatch it. But it was very distracting with like these little I, nitpicks.
1: Yeah, I I can see in a way how it's underwhelming. I think really at the time, what I appreciated was just like, um, you know, consi- consistency with at least the cast. So, like, you had all familiar faces in this movie, mo- mostly from the previous movie. So I appreciated that fact about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now, you know, now that it's been, you know, almost 10 years since this came out, like, I see, like, more of the gripes yeah. that are that people have about it now. Well,
2: also, too, I mean, not not for nothing, the first one was, like, probably a 9 out
1: of 10. Oh, great, yeah, first one was great. So, like, yeah, this This was, like
2: you forced all right you forced the storyline in there that like literally from the word go was forced like there was nothing natural about that storyline you you needed so many dominoes to fall for this to be set up like the the divorce you know the you needed brian to have a job again apparently where he's like a secret service guy or something like that yeah You needed Brian to, like, extend an offer. You needed the the daughter to go. You needed Lenore. Like, it was just, like, so many dominoes had to fall that it was like, oh, well, yeah, you guys are fucked, you know?
0: Well, Um, the only thing I got from this movie is that if I get a call from anyone that says, listen to me carefully, like, I'm going to listen. (laughs) That's the only thing I got from this movie.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, stick to my stomach thinking that we might have to review the third one, but.
0: I still haven't watched it. I don't know if I've ever
2: watched it. Oh,
1: nobody's seen it except me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean...
1: Well... Um, unfortunately, that's where the conclusion <laughs> is going to be for this. <laughs> is that what's coming next from us is going to be the final installment, Taken 3. Yes. Now... Okay. But yeah, so that was our overall thoughts for Taken 2. Taken 3... Is coming next, and I'm not going to tell you guys anything about that. Obviously, all I'll say is that it disappoints me. <laughs> I'm very excited. Someone I, who uh,
0: gave this one a, a fighting chance, yeah. Um, I'm I mean, I guess you could ask the question. I, mean, I think I know the answer though. Like, taken to from our podcast, one thing we always ask is, Does it hold up? You know, we're nine years after this movie being released. Does it hold up as a movie in the Taken franchise?
1: For me, it's, like, it's fine. I mean, it's it's nothing extraordinary like the first movie. So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm kind of just, like, it's, like, a different viewpoint than what I had for the first movie in the previous episode. But this one, I'm kind of just, like, whatever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This one's just a guilty pleasure at this point.
2: Yeah. I would say it's somewhere in, like, well, I mean, just, again, looking at Liam Neeson's movies from that year alone, it's not even a top, like, it, it, he made four movies in that year, and it's probably the bottom. Like, I would much rather watch The Dark Knight Rises on repeat. Mm-hmm. I I have watched Wrath of the Titans on repeat, and Battleship, I think, is a little more interesting than Taken, too. I'm not gonna lie, but... Okay. Uh, It's only because, you know, aliens, all that stuff. There's more going on. Is it a better movie? No. But I'd much rather watch it. Um, (laughs) Taken 2, I think, would probably be in, like, the 40s to 50s range on our podcast on whether or not it holds up. Because Theoretically, it, it still holds up. There's a few technology things I think that could have been addressed if they remade it today. Yeah. But, other than that, I mean, there's plot holes. It's not great writing. The writer should be chastised. But... (laughs) <laughs> the acting, the acting was fine. Kim, you know, w- was actually a pretty decent actress. femke's is great. Uh, Liam Neeson's great. It's got to be in that mid-tier range, though, just because there's some gaping plot holes.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Like, uh, as as a standalone movie, it absolutely does not hold up. But, like, when you talk about it in the Taken franchise, it's a pretty decent continuation. But there's just a lot of flaws with the movie itself.
2: I mean, it deserves the tip of the cap. Again, it came out the same year as Avengers. Batman: The Dark yeah. Knight Rises is probably, arguably, the greatest comic book movie of all time. Uh, you know, Wrath of the Titans was a long-awaited sequel. Uh, even, yeah. even Battleship was like everyone was on board with Battleship.
0: Yeah, Rihanna got her acting chops up for that one. <laughs> so
2: I, I mean, I mean, in the in the grand scheme of things, the fact that it made ten, ten times its budget. It's not surprising that there's a third one, but it's oh
1: exactly why there's a third one. Yep. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know. I, to the to the point we made earlier, and they didn't waste any time too. It came out two years later, which means he literally filmed it immediately. That's unreal. Yeah. That's unreal. But it, yeah. it it spawned his entire career because you look at it, you know, he he's in. How many major franchises because of this this fucking franchise? Also, it's impressive. Also,
1: Taken Three, same director as Taken Two. Oh,
0: okay.
2: Yeah. Taken Three, accused of a ruthless murder he never committed or witnessed, Brian Mills goes on the run and brings out his particular set of skills to find the true killer and clear his name. Oh, this sounds fucking terrible. This <laughs> sounds. <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at the stars maggie grace forrest whitaker and liam neeson that doesn't uh yeah yeah, forrest Forrest, whitaker's
0: in the next one i mean it did make 330 mil on a 48 mil budget so it still made money
2: well where's the fourth one then i seen most of the cast return too
0: a lot of them did yeah
1: yeah and there's one huge problem with with the next one but I'm gonna address we're, it. We're gonna find it. We'll I'm find gonna, it. You'll you'll see what you'll see what it is. Huge problem. This movie should not have been made because of it.
2: <laughs> this movie looks oh, well. terrible,
1: yeah. bro. Oh, I, I, we'll, we're going to address that in the
0: next episode. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and, I'll try and watch it. Uh, not three weeks later, I promise.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whitaker Whitaker looks so lost.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> take it to in the books. Yeah, Love Taken it. Two. We were,
1: I mean, not totally nice with it, but like we gave it kind of a pass for what it is, I guess. But that's our thoughts on Taken Two. Um, <laughs> thanks guys for reviewing it with me. Um, thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah, it was fun again, and we'll see you for the finale. <laughs>